Hello friends, this is Daryl Mobley bringing you Catapult Leaders Diversity Wins Five Questions in Five Minutes podcast. On this podcast, we ask thought leaders five questions about diversity, inclusion, leadership, and how we can move forward from here. Forward, ever forward. Today's guest is retired Lieutenant General Thomas Bostic. Tom is Managing Partner Sustainability for Ridge Lane Limited Partners. Prior to that, he was Chief Operating Officer and President of Intrexon Corporation. Prior to that, he was Chief of Engineers and Commanding General of U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. As part of his responsibilities as a Lieutenant General in charge of the Corps of Engineers, Thomas was very involved in recruiting and talent management. It is a passion of his. A little inside baseball stuff here. Tom and I first met each other when I was 17 years old as a freshman at West Point. He's one of my classmates. I've had the opportunity to watch him grow and develop. Today's going to be a great talk. Tom, thanks for giving me some of your time today. Are you ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. Let's roll. That is perfect. So question number one, what do you see as the benefit, the key benefits of a more diverse and inclusive America? You know, I come from a military background and in in the Army, we used to say that the diversity is the strength of the Army. And I think that's one of the the great benefits. It makes a team um, that in itself is diverse, but it makes that team even stronger when you, you value the diversity that comes with it. Very good. What's the biggest barrier to increasing diversity throughout the management pipeline? Well, I think one of the biggest challenges is that uh, many leaders don't know what's in their pipeline. And if you don't know what's in your pipeline, it is very difficult, obviously, to manage it. So I've spent a lot of my time in my career managing the pipeline from cadets coming out of West Point uh, and ROTC all the way up to general officers and everything in between. But you have to know what's in the pipeline before you can manage it. I'll give you a quick example. As you know, when we graduated from West Point out of 100 cadets that chose the Corps of Engineers, I was the only African-American. We didn't have women. So uh, 35 years later, I went to West Point as a chief engineers to welcome the 127 cadets that chose the Corps of Engineers. And there were two people, two African-American males, oh, wow. no females. Uh, so I came back in my headquarters said, well, we, we increased by 100%. And I said, yeah, over 35 years. But the pipeline is very thin, um, razor thin in terms of top talent, uh, diverse talent, ethnic and gender talent. So you've got to manage it closely. You've got to increase the numbers coming in, uh, for in into that funnel and then manage it throughout their careers. Wow. Now, you, of course, you were a high-ranking general, but I'm going to change it for a second. If you were king for a day, what is the one most important thing you would do to create more diverse talent at the entry-level manager positions? Well, you know, I was the head of recruiting for the Army, and I never really understood how hard it was to recruit. Um, just to give you an idea, in order to have one person join the Army, mm-hmm. our recruiters would generally have to talk to 150 people wow. to have one of them come in the Army. One of my recruiters said, you, you know, he wanted to go back to Afghanistan so because it was so hard. Um, and he's the one that mm-hmm. offered up to me, you know, he, he said, hey, sir, have you ever been on a dance and gone, gone dancing? And I said, sure. 
He goes, well, have you ever tried asking 149 women to dance before the 150th one said yes? What did that do for your morale? (laughs) And, you you know, you put it in that perspective. But I told you about recruiting and, and going back to West Point and finding that there were only two. Well, the next year, we had eight. Uh, one of the reasons was several of our general officers and I went up to West Point. We met with the African-American cadets and, and we recruited. So, mm-hmm. so if I were king or queen for a day and I was a senior leader trying to increase the entry level um, folks, first I'd, I'd, I'd start with recruiting and then ensure that you had a, a pipeline of entry level managers coming in at whatever level you recruit. And then I would, I would develop that talent. I would develop them with different opportunities to grow and excel. Choosing to go to Afghanistan uh, over continued recruiting is a statement. I want to tell you that. <laughs> okay. Question number four. What advice do you have for CEOs and organizations that have not yet created diversity despite the opportunity to do so? Well, the troops are going to demand it. Uh, sooner or later, um, organizations that have not really focused on diversity or are going to demand it or, or there are going to be issues in their own business in terms of their own competitiveness. So I think uh, many leaders are, are realizing it. What I would offer is even for those that realize it, if you pick a chief of diversity officer, let's say that, that that's only part of the challenge. In fact, I think that's a small part of the challenge. It's really culturally, how do you think about diversity, equity, inclusion? at all levels of your organization. Because when you lose talent in that pipeline, you don't lose it because the CEO or the chief of human resources or the chief diversity officer isn't committed. You lose it because uh, junior leaders throughout that pipeline are not managing the pipeline with an understanding that of the challenges they face if they not if they do not manage the, the diverse talent that they have. So so first, uh, understand you have to do it. Second, hire the people you need to, but then develop a culture that understands and appreciates how challenging it is, it is to maintain and develop that talent that they have. Wow, great perspective. Question number five and the final question. In my opinion, the military, the U.S. military has done a much better job than corporate America at spurring diversity in its ranks. If you agree, why do you think that's so? Well, I agree, but uh, it goes back to my earlier point uh, about CEOs that that may not have created a, a diversity culture or or a focus. The army and the military is laser focused on this, but they haven't always been. Uh, my father came into the army, uh, and it was a segregated army, mm-hmm. and and the army was fine with that. The military was fine with that, and and it wasn't until uh, President Truman's executive order that said that we would integrate the Army. Uh, you and I went to West Point, and we were there when uh, women were not allowed to come to West Point. Mm-hmm. And, and the superintendent stood up in front of all 4,000 male cadets and said that he didn't think it was the right thing. And now we have women uh, there doing wonderful things academically, athletically. My niece just graduated last year. My other niece just became a plebe this year. But, but the, the Army had to learn this. The military had to learn it. And I think corporate America can learn it too. And the faster they learn it, the faster that they, um, they build a culture of diversity, equity, and inclusion, 
the sooner they will reap the great benefits that come with a diverse organization. Well, Tom, that is fantastic. I tell you, uh, we've come a long way since I met you when I was 17, but it's been a great uh, relationship. I'm very happy for you. And I want to thank you for giving me your time. You've been great. Absolutely, Daryl. It's been great uh, to maintain our friendship over these many years. And thanks for what you're doing. And thanks for taking on this, um, this challenge of, of uh, understanding the importance of diversity and, and really speaking to people about it and speaking to corporate America. I think it's very important and I'm very happy to participate. Thank you. That's a wrap for this episode of Catapult Leaders, Diversity Wins, Five Questions in Five Minutes podcast. I hope it added value for you. If you want to work together to solve the problem of underrepresentation of talented Black men and women in corporate America, please go to catapultleaders.com right now and contact us. Also, you can subscribe to the Catapult Leaders podcast at podcast.catapultleaders.com or wherever you get your podcast. One more thing, together for the win. Thank you.